This is Nostalgia Pirates, the show where you come for quaint reminders like every Wendy's used to have an open salad bar inside, and no, the fact that you remember your AOL Instant Messenger nickname is not cool. Sorry. I hope all of you have taken the time this week to watch some of your favorite horror movies of the past, or made yourself some ginger cookies and a hot toddy, or just gotten outside to enjoy this beautiful fall weather we've been having. We all deserve to unwind after the presidential WWE match, Jeff Goldblum and Mike Pence's remake of The Fly, and the dueling pianos, I mean, town halls. I'm your host, Shade, and today we're watching The Thing, John Carpenter's 1982 creature feature masterpiece, the movie in which Keith David deserved so much better. I can't begin this episode without saying that scary movies are and have always been like bedtime stories for me. Ours was a home that was always tuned in to the sci-fi channel back when it was still spelled correctly and they played a Steven Seagal movie after every good movie like they were commercials. Even my favorite cartoons were scary or scary adjacent like Courage the Cowardly Dog or Gargoyles or The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. That's just who we were. My mom let me watch Child's Play when I was around five or six. I saw Jeepers Creepers at around nine. And The Thing, who knows? I don't know how old I was the first time I saw it, but I was old enough to remember that when trouble comes around, I don't want to be the one tied to a chair. I say all this to say that I am usually hard to scare. I'm usually hard to impress. But after 38 years, The Thing hasn't let go of its title as one of the scariest horror films of all time, even for me. human, huh? Which makes you a murderer, don't it? Keith David's voice is manna from heaven. It's like Ben Gay for your ears. So please expect to hear a lot more of him throughout this episode and a lot more about him. I think Keith David is one of the most talented performers we have on this planet, and I am all about giving people their flowers while they're still here. Keith David was the voice of Goliath in Gargoyles, so yes, I'm incredibly biased, but okay, okay, let's move along. If you don't know, The Thing is about a group of American research scientists, doctors, and airmen who live on a base in Antarctica. Right at the top of the movie, their camp is disturbed by a Norwegian helicopter as its crew chases a dog across the snow. They're shooting, they're dropping bombs, all this stuff in an attempt to kill the dog. We don't know why the hell they want the dog dead, and the Americans have no idea why they're being shot at, but the Norwegians go to great lengths to try and eliminate the dog before the Americans return fire and eventually kill the Norwegians. A few quick scenes later, we realize that the dog is a hell beast from outer space that can imitate all life forms, and it starts attacking everyone in the American base. Now, to keep this from being a two-hour show of me just rewatching the movie and screaming and saying, ew, uh, <laughs> we will use our trusted review criteria. What was I expecting? What did I get? And does it hold up? We can get one of these out of the way right now. Hell yeah, this movie holds up. So what was I expecting? Practical effects, 
lots of blood and gore, great acting, and a great cast, a thin overall plot, and me being okay with that. We're going to get straight to the monsters. That's how I like my horror movies. I don't think we ever really find out why the crew was in Antarctica or what they were researching before the Norwegians arrived, and I don't care. I am here for the creature shenanigans. I was also expecting to firm up uh, like the imagined memories I have of this movie. I saw it a long time ago, but I have like these really strong opinions about what I think I saw. Um, and I realized during the viewing that I'm completely wrong about everything I thought I knew about the movie. And I love that because then during the rewatch, the scare still made me jump and the twists were still really effective. It, it was great. Fire's got the temperature up all over the camp. Won't last long, though. Neither will we. How will we make it? Maybe we should. What I got was another look at a piece of art that was poorly received in its own time a piece of work that has since flourished into one of the most well-loved films to date. When The Thing first hit theaters, it was panned by critics who basically thought it was proof that John Carpenter shouldn't make sci-fi movies. Like, imagine being the person who actually published the opinion that John Carpenter shouldn't make sci-fi movies. That's insane. I got exactly what I expected from The Thing. A good story, good editorial pacing, visual and situational tension, and practical effects that still make me squeamish, and wonderful acting. The character Child is played by the amazing Keith David. We know him now as an actor who has lent his iconic voice to an innumerable amount of projects like The Princess and the Frog, Gargoyles, the Halo game series, the 1994 animated Fantastic Four series, and many, many more. But this is his first feature film. And even though he's relegated to having just the cool, smooth one-liners in each scene, he delivers them perfectly. And we remember Child as a voice of reason, and at the end of the movie, a subject of mystery. The blood test scene alone is one of the most memorable scenes in all horror history. I flinch every time the thing jumps out of the Petri dish. When Palmer starts shaking like a leaf, my blood still runs cold. This man bursts like a balloon. His eyes, his cheeks, his head, he plops up onto the ceiling like freshly done pasta, jumps back down, and starts absorbing windows. During all of this, Childs and Gary are tied to one another, and they can't escape. Now, I am a person who usually empathizes with characters, like it doesn't matter what I'm watching, I tend to feel whatever the characters are feeling, and to put myself in their shoes in this situation just makes my skin crawl. Like, <laughs> Keith David deserves so much better throughout this whole movie, and it's just, it's terrifying. Like, it's the blood test scene that I was referring to when I said there are things about this movie that I locked away in my mind from childhood. Out of everything that happens, the arrival of the dog in the kennels where it first busts open, the ultrasound gone wrong where Norris's stomach opens up into a mouth and bites off Dr. Cooper's arms, like the numerous scenes of green pus flying everywhere, 
the moment that Norris's head rips away from his body and becomes a spider, Benning's getting interrupted mid-imitation and running out into the snow with like crab claws for hands. Like out of everything that happens in this film, like the pure anxiety that I feel watching the blood test scene lives in my psyche completely rent free. So does this movie hold up? Yeah, I I think this movie is timeless and I'm willing to argue my case. So you can send me a message whether you agree or disagree and let me know how you feel. When the team finally decides to just burn the whole base down, Childs and McCready are the two unlikely survivors of a final battle with the thing. They sit down to either die or wait until one of them eats the other. We are never told what happens. You the only one who made it? Not the only one. Did you kill it? Where were you, Charles? Thought I saw Blair. I went out after him. Got lost in the storm. Is Childs the thing? Is McCready? Are they both human? Or are they going to sit there and like freeze to death? We don't know. There are theories about missing blood, hidden clothes, the shine of a man's eyes, the smoke out of a man's breath. Uh, like there are theories that that make watching the thing a game of Easter eggs and wonder. Even the prequel that was made in 2011 insinuates that The Thing can only imitate organic matter and not jewelry, leaving audiences to keep their eyes peeled for that detail. In my circle of friends, the prequel is a bit of a contentious subject, but I enjoyed it when I saw it. And at least there are women in the cast. That's something the original can't say for itself. I could go into the many hundreds of theories about this movie that circulate the internet, but I want anyone listening who hasn't seen it to go watch it first. You won't be sorry that you did. There are no monsters like 80s movie monsters, and I hope you get your fill of creature features this spooky season. Special thanks to our producer, Maya Teague, our sound assist, Edo Campaneski, our logo designer, Jasmine Gomez, and our amazing theme song composer, Patrick Mahan. And thanks to all of you for listening. Please go follow us on Instagram at Nostalgia Pirates and subscribe to the pod on Anchor or Spotify. Next time, we're watching Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Share us with your friends and let's watch this movie together. Bye. Yes. I know the movie had a remake. I enjoyed it. But is it better than the OG?